I'm Richard Randall. Welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate. And it does it with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold, guaranteed realty. Barb, home sellers planning to put their homes on the market often ask how to prepare to do that. What are some fast and easy fix-ups to help home sellers get the very best price when they do sell their homes? Well, Richard, in any market, and I've been doing this since the late 90s, pretty homes that are priced realistically will always sell fast and many times for a premium. Most home sellers actually assume that their home is going to sell as is. So that is one piece that is kind of frustrating for them during the process that Uh uh-oh, they did an inspection and they're asking for X. My house is perfect, right? (laughs) I haven't, or the common one I get, because I talk about this when when I meet with sellers is, um, have you checked out your sewer line? No, we've never had any backups. We have no problems. Well, you may not have any backups, but what, what they've been doing lately on inspections is they're doing like a, they'll do a, what they call a sewer scope. So think about this, Richard. This is kind of a relatively new trend. I get why buyers are doing it. They want to make sure that they're not taking on any major repairs. Right. If you have to redo a sewer line, it could be eight to $10,000. It's a lot of money. So for a number of years, nobody really checked them. Now, all of a sudden, they are checking them. And on the newer homes, it's kind of a non-issue because a lot of the newer homes are built with what they call a sewer clean out, which is a like a, you'll see a white pipe in your yard with a little square peg. Do you have one of those? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody does. The older homes don't have them. So what happens is these unlicensed inspectors come in the house and if they can't find a way to get into the sewer line through the mechanical room, they'll pull a toilet. Sometimes they replace the seal properly and sometimes they don't. Oh, what a mess. <laughs> and these are people that are unlicensed. So I usually ask that question before inspections and go, hey, are you going to do this? If they have a sewer clean out, I'm not so worried about it. But if they don't, it could be an issue because I want a licensed plumber doing that work, not some Joe Billy Bob inspector that got his online certification. No offense, there are some good inspectors out there, but some of them, some of them are drama queens and some of them may not know how to reseat a toilet. I don't. Do you? Not at all. And and I don't want somebody messing with stuff like that unless I know how qualified they are and, and whether it really needs to be done. Right. And and here's the thing. In in the state of Colorado, there is no license to be an inspector. Usually when people don't know that, it kind of just blows their mind. They're like, well, the first time you mentioned it on the show, I was stunned because you could go out and do it. I could go out and do it. I'm Richard Randall. I'm an inspector. Let me come take a look at your house. (laughs) I'd be the easiest inspector. That looks good. Yeah. Most of them get an online certification, which is okay. That's nice. They've had some training, but you never know what you're going to get. Some of them get these gadgets. Like just a few weeks ago, I had a inspector go into my listing and he took his thermal scanner. So thermal indicates temperature, right? So it's some sort of temperature reading device that can read temperature fluctuations through drywall. So he had just run the toilet and the water lines upstairs 
right? For, right. for Sometimes they come in, I've seen them come in houses and turn all the faucets on and just leave them on while they're doing the inspection. Then he goes downstairs, he, he finds a leak, which with licensed plumber, two licensed plumbers after, we weren't able to recreate it. He says he found, finds a leak. And then he takes his little thermal device and takes a picture of that space in which he had just run hot and cold water, okay? And he puts that on in the inspection report and claims there's a big massive leak under the master toilet. And he went so far as to tell the buyer that there was black mold between the undamaged drywall. Oh, that is black mold is a bad sign. Right. But how does he know there's any mold? There's no test for mold, right? right. Yep. There's no drywall damage. We couldn't recreate the leak. I just think he was. So he just jumped to conclusions then. Exactly. Exactly. That would scare the heck out of somebody. And all of a sudden, yeah, that's a bargaining tool. Right. It wasn't a bargaining tool. The buyer walked away. Oh, my gosh. So I told him, dude, you, you weren't accurate at this. You know, you can't say based on a temperature change that there's black mold behind there. It, drywall will tell you very quickly if there is water. Because it starts to peel and bubble and stuff like that. You'll see signs of it. There was no damage. It just drives me crazy. So anyway. Yeah, people like me, as soon as you hear black mold, you you freak out like I just did. But if there's no basis for it. Yeah, it just so there's a mold test that costs money. And they'll tell you for sure. But usually there's a sign of a water leak. And there wasn't one. So um Anyway, a lot of people assume that, hey, it's a hot market. My house is going to sell anyway. Why would I bother making it look good or preparing for the sale? And yeah, most homes are going to sell. You know, I've had some homes that weren't updated, that didn't have fresh carpet, that did sell even with a bidding more. It depends on price range, location, other amenities. But if you do improvements, you're definitely going to make the buyers go crazy and make really great offers. You know, when I ask sellers what's most important to them, typically they say the most important thing is price. They want to get the most amount of money. So these are just some tips to help you get the most amount of money. You know, and typically the high cost things you may not have to deal with. I would think that you're working on those while you're owning the house. Things like roof replacements, if the furnace is getting old, if the electric panel is getting old, sewer line, uh, structural stuff, those things will be fairly obvious. And you should be maintaining those while you're as you go along, right? And most people do. But there's a lot of quick and easy fix up that you can do with a little bit of pre-planning that will make the buyers just love, love, love the house. And some of them are are so easy. You can just do it with just a little bit of going to Home Depot and picking up some mulch or whatever. But let's start with decluttering. This is very simple sweat equity. And it starts with taking some pictures, take your iPhone or whatever phone you have, take pictures of your house in sideways and then blow up the picture on an iPad or a computer and really look at it and, and have somebody else look at it and go, does my house look cluttered? Typically the camera doesn't lie. (laughs) It will tell you if there's too much stuff there. So you want to pare that down, maybe get some storage spaces. That's not very expensive, you know, repurpose the things that you don't want, but store the things that you do plan to take with you. Also donate 
things, keep things, trash things out that you don't need. Some storage sheds offer $1 for the first month. Uh, Some other rooms that you really want to focus on are things like curb appeal, the backyard, even in the wintertime. It's okay to spend a little bit of time refreshing those mulch beds, giving those bushes a little trim. There are enough warm days that you can actually paint the front door, replace the broken doorbell. Uh, Living rooms, kitchens, and baths are hugely important to buyers, so make sure you're focused on those rooms. And then, of course, if you happen to have drama paint and or wallpaper, definitely think about neutralizing those. That will give you 107% return on your investment. And of course, repair anything broken. Doesn't mean you have to go all in with granite and remodel everything. Sometimes neat and tidy and good condition is enough. We don't typically photograph closets or the inside of garages. So the inside of garages would be a good space to kind of stack the things that you plan to to take with you neatly in boxes. They just need to see how big the garage is. Very few people have a showcase garage. I know I don't. And then for closets, especially the master closet, it wouldn't hurt to pare down stuff that you're not wearing. A good rule of thumb to make closets look bigger is to take everything off the floor. That's very helpful. And some other inexpensive things that you can do to improve your house are updating the light fixtures. Simple things like get rid of the gold brassy light fixtures. Gold is coming back, by the way. There's a new shade of gold called brush champagne. Mm. Doesn't that sound elegant? It sounds very <laughs> elegant. But it's kind of funny. I was I was in a model uh, a few weeks ago, and the, and the designer that that staged the model put some brush champagne in there, and it was funny to hear the salesperson and the buyer go, "I don't like that," you know, because they're it. We're a little bit slow to embrace the California trends, I believe. So it's coming back, but the Hollywood light fixtures are out of style. So if you can replace those, it's a good return on your investment. And if you'd like to get all of the tips, the 27 tips, prepare your home to get the most amount of money, you can go to my website, barbhasthebuyers.com, click on the green button in the upper right-hand corner and download that report for free, or just give us a call at the office at 719-301-3900. And and a couple other little odds and ends, like cleaning is hugely important. We include one deep cleaning for our clients, whether they want to do it after move out or before we start showing. That's part of one of our perks of working with us. And then updating flooring is always, always a win for buyers. I get this question all the time that people think that, hey, can I just give them a carpet allowance and they can pick their own flooring? What if they rip out my brand new carpet and put in hardwood? Well, first of all, hardwood is more expensive. Second of all, Buyers typically want move-in ready, right? If they do pull out your brand new carpet, okay, doesn't matter. But they made an offer because it was move-in ready and they can take their time with that project. Typically spending three to 5000 on flooring can return almost 20000 on your return on your investment. So go get those tips at my website, barbhasthebuyers.com, and it'll give you all the tips to get your home sold fast and for the most amount of money. Richard? 
You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, your home sold guaranteed realty. And if you're interested in selling your home, want to give Barb a call, call her at 719-301-3900. And we're talking, Barb, about 27 tips to sell your home for the most money. Barb, what are some other home repairs that can yield a great return on investment, ROI? Definitely curb appeal landscaping. It's the thing that people spend the most time on, followed by flooring is really big. If you have broken sidewalks, uh, you can do mud jacking very inexpensively. Curb appeal is huge, but just keep in mind that buyers do eliminate homes based on the online pictures. So we, we invest a lot of our marketing dollars with our clients to get that right, to make sure that the buyers put your home on the must-see list, Richard. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, your home sold guaranteed realty. Go to barbhasthebuyers.com. You can get the free report there. We'll take a short break. Be back in a few.